Hi, I'm Ray. I'm Veronica. And this is the Chick Lit Book Club Podcast. Welcome. We read a book and then we talk about it. <laughs> well, hello, Veronica. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Oh, Happy New Year. How was your New Year? Oh. Yes. Um, mine was okay. How was yours? Uh, you know, it was all right. I watched a little Bridgerton, so that was... Oh. So, We're going to get into that next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, first thoughts? I know you and I have talked about it, but we haven't really mentioned it on the podcast yet. So first thoughts, first impressions. It's it's beautiful. It is. It's visually stunning. It is. It's really, really pretty. Obviously, the costumes are impeccable. Yes. Obviously. Obviously. As they should be. Um, For, also, yeah. the the gentleman. Whew. Impeccably beautiful. S- yes. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. S- Simon, I, I just opened that link that you just sent over. I'm an e-man. I lost my thought chain of thought for a second yeah he's your at, thoughts literally just scatter off into the wind yeah you saw my like, eyes and it was like it was gone um just gone yeah beautiful be- <laughs> veronica just sent me a picture of a very beautiful man and yep. um, I, that picture also thoughts scattered yeah gone yeah you know he kind of looks like um jensen eccles from supernatural a little bit a little bit in the face I see that. Yeah. I can see that. But God, I'm like, <laughs> I just saw the picture too. <laughs> but um, got really distracted. <laughs> um, but Bridgerton is, yeah, it is beautiful. And the people in it mm-hmm. are beautiful. Um, it's interesting, though, how the personalities are a little different than the book. Um, some of the exterior, you know, um, sorry, um, the ancillary characters, not so much the main characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I the two that I, I fell in love with right away obviously were Penelope because I love Penelope um, mm-hmm, and her mm-hmm. book uh, and Eloise. Yes, Eloise has more of a role in the in the show than she does in the book. Mm-hmm. At least thus far from what I've seen. Right, right. She does. She's not. She's not really all that other than like the dinner table scene. Like, no. She's not particularly like in the spotlight. No. No. Um, again, they play pretty, you know, again, ancillary roles in the book right. that it's like, meh, you know, but she's fantastic. And I was going to tell you, so I looked up the actress playing Eloise. She's like 30 years old. No. No. And the woman, the girl. Beauty secret. The girl playing <laughs> Daphne is 22. So. The, I can see that. But, the, but like, yeah, but Eloise is younger than her by the way. <laughs> A few years. Yeah, yeah, that made me laugh. I was like, "Oh, okay." Of course, that's always how it works. Could you imagine that on set? It had to be a little oh bit. Of, I'd be like, "I'm playing your what? Oh, your your younger sister." Seriously, what, um, dear actress who plays Eloise? What is your beauty regimen? Mm, she's really pretty. I think I've, I know I've seen her on other stuff, but I can't place her. Um, I'm sure if I looked it up, but I don't feel like doing that because um, I had to look. Probably at this eats picture. a lot of kale and stays out of the sun. <laughs> probably what it is which you know i swear to god it's always like eat more greens yeah well back in the regency era that's when you would do anyhow you'd that's so much you'd eat greens and stay out of the sun because you god forbid you had a tan you look like oh you know god. you're like a waka um yeah so that was that was i mean i think we pretty you much finished the series right you're done with it? i am done i 
<laughs> I am done. I am, I am done. Done. Dunzos. Um, yeah, I finished it. Um, <clears throat> I had things to say. I have things, a lot of things to say about a lot of things. Um, We're going to talk about it next time. Yeah. Uh, well, we I guess we can just say now. We'll say it again at the end. But the next book that we're going to talk about is The Duke and I, which is um, what the first season of Bridgerton is based off of. Yeah. So buckle up because it'll probably be about three hours. Because, I mean, <laughs> I can talk about how sexy the guy playing Simon is for about seven hours. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll we'll edit it down. We'll just do like a best of clips. Just a best of <laughs> clips that like jumps from, from Ray talking about like every single hot aspect mm-hmm. of his body yeah like the the 40 minute like um a monologue i'm gonna have about his abs it's gonna be in his butt good lord oh his butt also his eyes oh wait till you get to his butt i'm looking forward to it legit there are some butt shots that are just You see one male butt literally in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And Anthony, right? Anthony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. Yeah. it's been a while since I, you know, and I, I binged them all. So everything was bleeding together. Yeah. Everything all like just burst well, together at that point. You and I have talked about this. All of the Bridgerton boys, I, I, I it was hard for me to at first yeah. differentiate. I'm like, right. which one is Benedict? Which one's Anthony? I get Colin because he's the youngest and he looks like and he's he also all, has like his hair is like poof. up. Yeah. <laughs> He does. He has a little poof. He's got oh a little poof, God. poof. Um, He's so cute. He is cute. He, but he does look young. So I, yeah, he does. He does. It'll be interesting. It'll, He's the closest in age to Daphne. He's only like yes. just over a year. They're like mm-hmm. I don't know, eighteen months apart or something. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> and he goes. Uh, he, his like he goes off like he's pretty much out of the next two books because he's off um, traveling. So gallivanting. Gallivanting. Um, so you know, tonight we're um, talking about a book. It's called The Hating Game. We're, we'll talk about more in um, in depth in a bit. Um, <laughs> but I, I literally just did like a little happy dance. You in the chair. did, Josh, so good. Josh Templeton. Um, <sighs> but uh, since <laughs> so Smurfs play. Uh, oh my god! A pretty big role. They do in the book, um, and not in a sexual way. No, no, Let's no. Just be no, really clear about that. No, no, no. However, um, I thought it would be funny. Oh I'm like, God. so I was <laughs> searching yesterday. I'm so terrified with what you're doing, <laughs> and I said, I wonder if anybody's written any Smurf fan fiction. Stop it, and. <laughs> so I was getting my little have. go. Uh, hmm. I get my little typey type thing up there, and I'm like, okay, let's look at. It. So uh, most people anymore, if I I could be wrong, uh, most writers leave. Um, they post to archive archive of our own, which is the big one, or they do Wattpad. I think for the most part, uh, most of the. I'm sorry. Can you say the name of that again? Watt, Wattpad. <laughs> Yeah, okay. but, but I have seen. It sounded like a Cardi B song for a second. I was like, um. I was like, you spent a lot of time on TikTok, haven't you? Yeah. I'm 
sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Um, and, but I think for the most part, it, if you're kind of serious writer, it's like, it's, or uh, I hate to say this because people are going to probably come at me. Don't, there's no judgment, but I think the better writing is on archive of our own. Like the more, <clears throat> and, but there used to be a site. Okay. So I looked on archive of their own, nothing on Smurfs. So then I was like, oh, I wonder. So there is a site that's still running. It's fanfiction.net, which used to be the big place where people would post their stuff. And I'm like, mm, I'll just look. Oh, boy, howdy. Are there some Smurf fanfiction? And I'm like, oh, that's kind of fine. <laughs> I'm like, there can't be any explicit stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> I already started. Okay. Fifth, at least 57 stories there I are. I have chills. I have chills and not in like a, I'm anticipating this to be good kind of way. So I had to, so I filtered because I was like. Like I, I'm walking into a haunted house. Okay. So I, I started looking and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to try. I was going to, at this point I'm on a mission. I'm like, I'm going to find the craziest thing on here. Well, that wasn't hard. Um, but, but I finally had to filter because I'm like, I am not reading. This thing's got 30,000 words. What could you possibly be talking? What adventure, sexual exploit could these things be having at 30,000? I already have a lot of questions. Oh, just wait. Just wait. Oh, no. Because I did then finally do one word, um, a filter where I got under 5,000 words. So I found one, and I was like, okay, well, the name alone, this is going to do it. And then, oh God! so I have a treat for you. <laughs> it is called Handy's Little Treat by Kiss the Smurf. So this is not, as you'd think, I would assume, most, <laughs> most of the romantic Smurf fan fiction would probably deal with Smurfette being the only girl in town. I'm sure they run train on her and all kinds of horrible things in these stories. But I found a hefty, handy Smurf <laughs> story. I don't, I don't remember any Smurfs. I mean, I, I think Hefty's the one that's got the tattoo on his arm. I don't know. Why a Smurf? I don't know that much about Smurfs. And really, well, um, I mean, because, you know, we're not watching Smurfs. I mean. Yeah, I don't think I ever. I never got into the Smurfs. I wasn't a big Smurf fan either. Um, and then Handy's the handyman Smurf. So there you go. That'll tell I you. assumed. Okay, so Handy's putting up decorations on his house. Okay. I am not going to read you this. I mean, I'm going to read ex- little bits I, and excerpts. I'm going to thank you for not reading the whole Because I read it all. And I am a different changed person. I was going to say, did you bleach your eyeballs? Um, no, but I question my existence. Um, okay. yeah. Existential crisis. Mm-hmm. Oh, I a had good a way little... to start the new year. Because I thought to myself, who, who, who is that sexually aroused by Smurfs that they're like, I feel like I'm going to write this. I, the world needs to know my thoughts. About... You know what? I, I try really hard to not judge people for their that, sexual kinks. You know what? That's true. That's true. I apologize. It's not, it's not hurting anyone. Well, no, it's hurting me. <laughs> it hurt me. It hurt me personally. I feel, I feel, 
assaulted. But this is my own you, fault. You feel a little victimized. Right I now? do, but it's my own fault. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you could have not read it. I could have not read it. I could have found something else. But I think. But you, you're sacrificing yourself for your I, art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as did this. As did kiss the Smurf. Um, all right. So go ahead. Already, I'll give you synopsis, and I'll, I'll read you parts where I feel that they are necessary. Mm-hmm. So okay. okay so. Great. I don't know. And, and FYI, not a lot of this makes sense. Shocker. I know you're shocked. Really? I, yeah, right? Um, Shocking. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's happening. All I know is that hand, Handy Smurf, I think. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. Whatever. Hefty Smurf. Some Hefty Smurf ha- got a fruitcake. An actual fruitcake. They weren't like, you know, it, it was a fruitcake. And... <clears throat> And I guess he could, Handy Smurf could smell it from from outside. So he's like, I'm going to go see my friend Hefty. And so he comes in and he's like, hey, so, you know, what have you been doing lately? Okay. <laughs> and he says, oh, just smurfing around as I, as, as can, uh, just smurfing around as I can as usual. I don't know what that means. This hard-working smurf, working Smurf replied, I, I haven't really been coming up with anything new as far as I know. What about you? Me? Just been working out these bad boys. Hefty flexed both of his arms, <laughs> admiring his physique. Handy always admired how big and strong he was. <laughs> I was hoping this was going to be a gay romance. Yep. He wished... <laughs> He wished he, he too was as smurfy as him. Smur- so FYI, they use smurf for everything. At least he's pretty strong with doing all the big chores along with his friend's help. I don't know what that means either. Um, okay, so anyhow, he, that was that. So then he, you know, oh, and also he's uh, in the smurf in the dark denim blue overall. So um, he's, he's also wearing overalls that will come into play in a bit. So he's like, are yeah. we... <laughs> He's like, I really want some of that, that, that fruitcake, Hefty. Can I have some? And Hefty goes, nope, sorry, bro. This one's all mine. The heart-tattooed Smurf sneered. But maybe if you beg for it, I'll let you have a bite. Then he winked at the smaller Smurf sitting across from him. Oh, come on, Hefty. I would like to have a piece of cake. The anticipation was definitely Smurfing him, wanting a taste of his friend's, friend's fruitcake so badly. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I'll give you. N- <laughs> I'll give you a nice piece, just as long as you do something for me. So, <clears throat> he asks him to dance for him. Um. So. Um, so. So, so well, Handy starts dancing for Hefty, and the muscle-bound Smurf chuckled, getting a kick at the handyman's moves. That's real nice. Keep shaking that Smurf. Hefty, can I have some cake now? He kept on dancing as he pleaded to him. Oh, you'll get it all right, just as soon as you do one last thing for me. Hefty then got up from the table, walks up to Handy, the overalls, lose them. This is this is Smurf porn. I mean, it's not even like oh, oh yes, 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 it is. Um, and FYI, it's um, a story about Smurfs having sex. That is non-consensual at first, so that's always oh, great. Because you know, right, yeah, uh-huh, right. Not only was it explicit, but it's hey, do you want some, <laughs> some non-consensual 
um, explicit material. Um, so anyhow, he, 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 he makes out with the, they make out and then one, they both tell them, they, they each each other that they love them. So he was pretty excited about that, I guess. So then he's like, okay, I guess that I'll Things move quickly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like, I guess I'll stay, you know, uh, again, can I have some fruitcake or whatever? And then, so they're making out <laughs> again. And then soon after hefty grabbed a hold of handy's blue butt groping it when he too started to pant so that happened um <clears throat> so then you know they're going at I it leave one of my questions has been answered oh what because don't they have little white pants on oh anyhow anyhow i think so yeah i think so yeah i didn't know if that was like their body or anyhow I think they're pants so they're like you know getting it getting it on of course and yeah. <laughs> just so you know, uh, Hefty quickly smurfed off his own pants. So he, so smurf. Smurf is like a verb and everything. A noun. Oh, everything. Hefty quickly smurfed off his own pants, revealing his smurf long and hard. <laughs> oh my God, how long and hard could it be? They're like eight inches tall. I mean, well, you know. Um, and I also wanted to um, share with you that the moniker that you and I both hate well, I don't know I I'm, I think you hate it but daddy using daddy Ew. Oh, it makes me feel so gross has been I'm not okay with that <laughs> it has made it over to the smurf world oh Christ yes show daddy what you can smurf I don't Ugh. yeah yep oh I hate that so they're just going and again this is we do not need to get into the rest of this nothing makes my vagina drier <laughs> Well, I've, I've learned that it's two Smurfs having sex is definitely one of the things that makes mine dry. Um, uh, but just so you're aware, um, I did learn that a Smurf butthole is called a Smurf hole. So lucky for me and my eyeballs. So this was a journey. I'm not going to go and any farther. Just know that like they fuck. So... But- the, the the point is that there is Smurf porn. There is Smurf porn. There is Smurf I feel porn. like Lucy would not be into Smurf porn. <laughs> I hope Lucy is not into Smurf porn. I hope porn. she's not writing it, man. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, again. No, like, I don't think so, right? No. But that is my Do you want to call Sally Thorne and ask? I, I could. Maybe to send her Twitter and be shoot like. Shoot her an email. Hey, did you know this exists? Yeah, um. You, do you, would you like your life ruined? Thank you. Here you go. Let me send this over to you. Now, I did, again, I've probably read worse, but that was pretty bad. Yeah, so I thought I'd share that with Ooh. you. Yeah. Um, we, our, our moms are never going to talk to us again. No, no. I mean, no. Mm-hmm. I, I was keeping it on the PG-13 end of things because I. Oh, sweet Jesus. Because it's dirty. It's filthy. It's. Wow. Filthy. And I was like. I can't even one believe someone wrote this. Can you tell if a man or a woman wrote it? No, no, I can't. Okay. Um, I can tell you that it was written in 2011. Okay, so about 10 years ago now. December 21st, first. Yep. So. Okay. The people were still into Smurf porn in 2011. So that happened. So that's what I thought I'd share with you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. That exists, and now it exists in my brain. So, And we have tainted everyone else. 
we have um, for our travel. That's what I said to of you. Knowing that this is a thing. I said <laughs> before we started, I go, I'm going to present something that may may make you not want to be on a podcast with me ever again. <laughs> But I was hoping that she'd laugh uh, at it because I laughed reading it. I was like, "This is so filthy," and it made me it made me laugh because I was like, "No, it's so funny. It, it is funny. It is sad." I but don't want to read more of it though. No, let you know. No, well, I am now deleting it from my. I'm computer. sad for your eyeballs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I had to save it as a PDF because you can't copy you can't copy and paste from fiction fan fiction because I you know don't you you'd be stealing someone's work. Hey, listen, someone worked really hard on that. They did. They did. It was eight pages long. Yep. Well, you know what? Good for you, fan fiction writer. You know what we can do now? The talk, we, we should talk about something that is hot. The hating game? The hating game. The hating game. The hating game. <laughs> so we'll see you guys over on the flip side. Yeah. And we're back. We are. <laughs> I don't know why I sounded like I was. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Okay, good. And oh, I... I'm glad <clears throat> one of us did. <laughs> well, I I was just realizing that I've been calling Josh Josh Templeton. It's Templeman. I mean, I got the temple right. I didn't even notice. Yeah, would... it's Templeton. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That. So, so we'll just say it's just his body is the temple. So that's all we need there to know. Um, so the book that we are reading is actually my pick. Um, which is The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. And I'll tell you a little bit about it. Uh, I'm going to read a description because um, I think probably me trying to remember everything, I'll end up giving something away that I shouldn't. Um, Lucy Hutton and Josh Templeman hate each other. Not dislike, not begrudgingly tolerate, hate. And they have no problem displaying their feelings through a series of ritualistic passive-aggressive maneuvers as they sit across from one another. Executive assistants to two co-CEOs of a publishing company. Lucy can't understand Joshua's joyless, uptight, meticulous approach to this job. Joshua is clearly baffled by Lucy's overbright colors, overbright clothes, quirkiness, and Pollyanna attitude. Now up for the same promotion, their battle of wills has come to a head, and Lucy refuses to back down when the latest game could cost her her dream job. But the tension between Losh, blah, blah, Losh, Lucy and Joshua has also reached its boiling point, and Lucy is discovering that maybe she doesn't hate Joshua, and maybe he doesn't hate her either. Or maybe this is just another game. So, the hating game. It's so oh. good. So, this is another enemies to lovers book. Because apparently Ray and I have a problem. We do. We we <laughs> love. Well, we should just say we like redemption stories. Maybe for yeah, I, that it that is it. Yeah. I I mean, also maybe something I need to discuss with my therapist. Like, <laughs> well, were we just talking about? Was it last night? Were we talking about? Is this toxic? Do I need? Do I need right. help? <laughs> do I need help with this? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's um. I don't know. I think I think that is the redemption. You you know, somebody's obviously there's a reason why, you know, he's so standoffish. And, um, but I think we like to see the you know the, the chips away at the bad guy. You know, um, mm-hmm. or the you know the what the tough exterior to you know, <clears throat> or you figure out why you know you know why they you know, they were you know um, 
adversaries for so long. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, this book, they are adversaries for a good amount of the book. I mean, they are. Yeah. I'm going to say the almost not even not half, but close to half. I mean, a good probably 40% of the book. Because even once they start like being more friendly, mm-hmm. there's still like she's st- well, it's from written from her perspective, so like she's still very leery of him, yeah, and doesn't trust him, yeah. And because I think there's the fights and the uh, and the animosity is so strong that it's like it does take a while for her to really warm up and 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 start to trust him. And I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think honestly, she really fully trusts him until very end. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, yes. yeah, yeah. There's a big thing that we're not going to spoil for you, but you know, yeah. a big de- declaration. It's like, I should have trusted him all along sort of thing, you know? Um, right. Like all of that was, it makes more sense, mm-hmm. I suppose. You know, <clears throat> one thing I, it was interesting. I would, <laughs> When I reread it, I was thinking to myself, you know, it would have been interesting is if they had taken the two co-CEOs and had them mm-hmm. fall in love, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it'd be cheesy, but. Yeah, but that, the male. Oh, he's gross. Mr. Oh, Bexley. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. So, the way she describes him is so disgusting. They work at a um, publishing house. And they're both, I would say, they're assistants. So, yeah, I think it's an office assistants. And assistants, <laughs> assistants to the CEOs. Yeah. To the co-CEOs. And yeah. so they work in the same office. After a merger. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're always talking about the Bexley people, how the Bexley people are more like Josh. And, you know, what's the other, what's her, what's the one that was? Helene. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the, the originals are more like, you know, like Lucy. Um and Lucy mm-hmm. is, I think this is her first big job, I think. They don't really go into it too much. Um, it's the first one that she got, like, super, it's her first, like, professional job mm-hmm. that she was excited about having, yeah, because yeah. she really wanted to work in a publishing house. And <clears throat> Josh has an MBA. She's 28. Yeah, yeah. And Josh has an MBA, and mm-hmm. he had a year of medical school, but decided mm-hmm. not. Before that. Yeah, but he didn't want to. Mm-hmm pursue which is kind of a thorn in his father's side that he didn't become a doctor like his older brother um Mm -hmm. and his dad and his dad dad and his mother his mother is a surgeon his mother is it also yep Yep. Mm -hmm. um well um do we want to talk a little bit want to do a little bit of a compliment sandwich yes um, so <laughs> for those can't, who are, you know, if you're new to the podcast, which means the second episode, so you're probably pretty new, um, the compliment sandwich, um, is where we say some nice things and then we'll talk about, and those are our buns. And then the meat inside is then some of the, maybe things that we didn't care for as much. Um, mm-hmm. but like some books will be, um, very thin meat, mm-hmm. maybe a, a piece of bacon. <laughs> um, a solitary piece of bacon yep and big old buns <laughs> and, <laughs> and then some will be a, a double decker <laughs> giant, giant giant cheeseburger giant cheeseburger I mm-hmm. see one of those on the horizon I'm not going to say which one uh, anyhow. such a disappointment we'll get there we'll get there um, 
so go ahead. Why don't you start with a pro? Okay. Um, so there is, this happens, um, I don't remember, maybe like, let me get the page number. I feel like it's like page 70 or something like that. Um, but so they, they end up in an elevator together oh. <laughs> going down to their cars mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And also I think at the end of the week or so, or no, it's the middle. It doesn't matter. Um, I am not kidding you when I tell you that that elevator scene is one of the hottest things I've ever read in my life. It is, oh. It was so, like, I, like, reread that a few times in a row. Because that's what he's, I was, like, how, I was not only, like, wow, that's super hot, but, like, just the way that Sally Thorne wrote it Mm -hmm. was excellent. I mean, just, like, super just incredible it was so good well and if that isn't that where he kind of he want to say like manhandles her a little bit a little bit yeah, yeah. a little bit and that's kind which of would be easy to do because she's five foot nothing right and he's six he's like yeah. six and a half feet tall yeah um yeah but that was one of the and, and i should say to go back to kind of explain the plot a little bit josh starts to show that he's he likes her or he wants to be friends a lot sooner than Lucy can handle, I think, at some point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. yes, they are fighting, but you can start to see that they're, they're you know, Josh is making an effort. Josh yeah. starts to make yes. a real big effort. He does. I think it's after the promotion or the um, announcement of the promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I could tell he, I could, I had a sense that he had feelings for her mm-hmm. prior to. Yeah. Like when it actually becomes apparent. Well, <clears throat> so they're coming. They're both up for this this COO position, um, and she says, "This is very early on, so as soon as you find, I'm not spoiling anything." Is she says, "If he gets the job, she will have to quit because she won't work mm-hmm. for him." And right. and he, of course, out of rage, says, "Well, then I'll quit if you know you get the job." Um, so that kind of ratchets up the tension. But I think that 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 is the impetus that makes him think. I might like this girl or I, well, we know, but, well, but yeah, but like the, he's realizing like, I'm, I'm so mean to her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose her. Like, I'm right. Yeah. Like I will not be able to undo this. Yeah. Which does also become apparent. Mm. So my first pro is get you a man that take care of you when you're sick. Oh my God. Why? Why is it so hot when men take care of women when they're sick, but, like, it's not hot when women take care of when they're sick? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's an yeah. annoying double standard. But, yes, get you a man who treats you like Josh Temple, Templeman. Yeah, I mean. When you're sick. Oh, wait, so she gets the flu, and she's, I mean, there's a, it's a chapter at least where it describes like at least where it talks about how she's like she is she should have gone they should have taken her to the emergency room she refuses to go she that's, that's how bad she's how ill she is she's she's having delusions so yes. i mean sweating through her clothes and everything mm-hmm. and yeah, then like really high fever really high fever throwing up um and which it, it I, my my brain was kind of like I don't understand what day it is at one point because I yes yes I was confused about the timeline yeah because it's but I think that's I mean 
actually kind of intentional. I, I assume it's marginally intentional because, like, she was so out of it mm-hmm. that she wouldn't have known what it was. Right, because then when when she finally starts to make sense of everything or she's, like, you know, coming to, um, it, you realize that he's only been there a day. Yeah, right. But he has stayed at her place and taken care of her. He actually brought in his brother, who the doctor, to, like, look, because he's, he's very afraid. Very concerned. Right, yeah. he should be. Um and so, um, yeah, <laughs> but he, he sleeps in the bed with her too, doesn't he? For at least a little while. That's what yeah. I thought. I mean, yeah. oh. and, and to say Lucy, Lucy, even from the beginning, she does find him attractive from the beginning. Yeah, she does. She, uh-huh. she finds him very attractive. So it's like, she's like, I wish he, I wish I could say at one point, I think she says like, I wish I could say that he were ugly and like mm-hmm. dumpy and unattractive but he is not he is handsome and intelligent yeah and, and i want him to i want to make him smile so she wanted to get him yes. to smile all the time yes that was her ultimate game was to make him smile but then not only does this man take care of her and wipe you know wash her when she's like throwing up and everything he also cleans her apartment yes he does and then buys, he's also a neat freak he isn't it so, which i'm so lucy not. i am so lucy it's not even funny <laughs> I thought when I was reading, I'm like, oh, this looks sounds like my room right now. Great. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and he buys her flowers when she's sick. And, oh, gosh. Just. <sighs> just <laughs> we'll take a moment. He does end up really dreamy. He does. He does. Even though, oh, man, what a, what a bastard. What a bastard a while to, to get, get there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have another comp? Or do you want to go to. Um. We can, we can go to the bacon, the slice of bacon. Okay. Um, I'm looking at my con. Um, I ate bacon today. It was really good, by the way. Oh, bacon is the best. So good. So I have two. The first one okay. is, Lucy, give him a fucking break, dude. Yeah. Give him a break. If I had to hear about her plans and you're going to try to, you know, steal my ideas, why yeah. would he? St- I mean, well, he does quote unquote steal her idea with the whole paintball thing oh my god that was funny though he was right about that he was right um yeah i do have <laughs> i do have that was hysterical. a quote the about paintball that scene was so funny that entire thing was so funny because he strategically puts them together through all uh-huh. of the different obstacles but yet she <laughs> she rotates around so she's like yeah. she, but um yeah she just needs to get i mean at some point, you're like, girl, this really good-looking dude, although he had been a bastard in the past, is trying to be nice to you. Just let him be nice to you. And, you know, it sucks. And he, you know, I, but we, we see some of the <clears throat> the back and forth between them. I don't remember all the pranks um, too much. Um, but it, none of it seemed, like, horrible, like something that you couldn't come back from. Um, no, but I also think he didn't realize how badly he was, like, getting in her head. That's true. That's until, true. like, that culmination scene where, like, she flips out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cries. I know. And I cried cries. a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know. It, like, broke me a little bit inside. So that's my one con is she needs to give him a little bit of a fucking break, man. It's interesting because my con is that he 
my we love the redemption story mm-hmm. but the thing that I don't like about the like enemies to lovers trope is that in some ways I feel like and in this case I feel like sometimes it romanticizes like the mm. like boys are mean to you when they like you yeah. bullshit yeah I hate that I, I don't and it's it's an issue with the trope itself yep. um much like we'll discuss issues that I have with like historical romance like mm-hmm. later you know but I don't know I mean then you no, get that it's... like redemption story yep. and you learn that like Joshua is a good person mm-hmm. he's just like he's very he's shy yeah which you don't actually like she was surprised when she figured that out right and he doesn't like people very much yeah he doesn't well and like you and I've talked about this about the you know about um telling especially when you tell like little kids oh he just teases you because he likes you right and and that's kind of telling women not the same in this enemies to lovers well they're you know they're they're just tough on you because they like you no, they could just be a dickhead. Yeah, they could just be assholes. Or you could just choose to spend your time with people who are not like that. Right. And I think, because in the real world, how often is that the case where someone is being... Never. Yeah. It's fucking never. It's never. I mean, that's the answer. No. I mean, again, there's reading their books. Because it's like, again, right. if they wasn't... Like, there wouldn't be the... And part of us, I of it too, is I think as and I could be wrong, is that we want to also take care of somebody and change them. And we want to fix them. We want to fix them. And, yeah. you know, you shouldn't, like you said, you should not have to do that. You should hang out with people that aren't like that. And Right. And and from the guy's perspective, maybe he doesn't want to be fixed. So right. Yeah, of course. But, in, but it is in, in book form. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. to read it is is there is something to be said about the, the redemption but yes no I agree completely I agree. it sets a bad sta- standard for especially young girls because we tell them it's you know it's okay for someone to be mean to you no it's not it's not right like you should if someone's mean to you you should just not talk to them right right and right. not worry about it not worry that he didn't smile at you when you first met right. you know but also that plays into her personality because she wants people to like her. Yeah, very much. She's a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. You know, like she, it bothered her that he didn't smile back at her the first day. I was like, her. man, that, it, that, <laughs> that was the other thing. I was like, really, that's, that's the thing? Because, I mean, I've had a lot of people not smile at me and they end up being perfectly fine people. You just don't know what kind of day they've had, what's going on with yeah. their life, man. I mean, also, merger just happened. Right. He had to let you know, 30% like, of the workforce go. Right. Which she looked at like, initially she looked at like it was awful. Like that he should have, he shouldn't have done that. Which. But I think she changes her mind on that. Yeah. But also you don't know, like maybe that, maybe that weighed heavily on his mind. Yeah. Like maybe that's why he wasn't in a great mood. Right. Maybe he, you know, maybe his dog just died. Who knows? I mean, we know why he was, but we know. But you know. We know. Yeah. Um. My, <laughs> speaking of things that are like you never know um one reason he's not happy is because his dad is a big fucking douche canoe dude his dad is such a fucking asshole oh what a douche like 
Seriously. Yeah. One of the worst characters. I mean, well written because I hated him so much. Right. Because you really, really dislike him. I mean, he's really just hell bent because. You know, Josh didn't go to, you know, medical school, didn't become a doctor. He's a failure. It's like... Yeah, he calls him a failure. Yeah. Yeah. And he's abusive, verbally, emotionally abusive. And Mm -hmm. um, luckily, Lucy does stand up for him. And that's that's Mm -hmm. pretty amazing when that happens. It's an amazing scene. Yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes from the entire book. Yeah. Truly. Um, Because I have... In real. <laughs> she says some other things that I I, I wanted to to you know and when we get to quotes, but I was like, no, it'll spoil so much. Yeah, I don't want to spoil too much. Um, um, yeah, but um, yeah, but know that that scene is coming and it's real good. It's real good. It is worth it. I guess I actually read something. I read another book uh, with that similar uh, but similar um, scene in it, and it just didn't come close to that to you know the confrontation and sticking up for him and which is such a you know it's a big turnaround i mean they've been fighting yeah, for is. you know good three-fourths of the book so right that's my other con which is because it's not it's a con but dick. it is but yeah it is yeah um okay my other bun um and i don't want to say i don't want i don't want to give it away but his bedroom and I don't mean that in a sexual way. I mean that in his decor. You know what? When she goes into his bedroom, and I brought up Smurfs, and I didn't talk about why Smurfs are important to her, but she collects Smurf uh, figurines because she mm-hmm. can't, because um, her father used to get them for her. And she's very homesick for a lot of the book. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's why she collects them. And she goes into the bedroom, and the one he she gave him is on his nightstand. And that mm-hmm. got me. I was like, oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, just Josh. Just Josh. He's dreamy. He's dreamy. Um, and I think, you know, um, it's really funny is when they do, you know, I mean, again, it's a spoiler, but you're reading a romance novel. So, I mean, when they do get together, he does mm-hmm. say something along the lines of, if I find out that anybody treats you like I treated you, they're going to have to deal with me. And I was like, <laughs> can you marry me, please? <laughs> I will have all of your babies. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Um, all of the babies. Uh row for me i mean um i like the writing is good it's funny it's really comical yeah yeah um she is funny she, she's a great writer she is she really is um the you know the, the especially some of the scenes like um with with the paintball fight is extremely well written and very yeah. descriptive you can definitely see uh see what's happening and and some of the things that she's um she's trying to set up like like um which she's referenced like different movies that she's referencing in it um but then also the scene which breaks my heart but it's such a good well-written scene is when they they're talking outside the bathroom after yeah. after the kiss and then he mm-hmm. pretty much tells her to go kiss her date and then mm-hmm. or no yes. no that's that's separate one um but um yeah it's just it's very well written oh man yes 
It, it really is. She's a good writer. Yeah. I, this is the first book I've read of hers, and I really, yeah. really I like, liked it. Um, that, speaking of, of that other scene, that's another pro for me. I love that scene is where he tells. <laughs> so she, <laughs> she's trying to make him jealous. Well, so kind of trying to make him jealous and kind of not. Um, is that she, um, <laughs> she tells him she has a date. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, she ends up inviting this guy that's kind of cute. I mean, we, we <laughs> tertiary character we don't care about. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, man, that Danny, Matt, we, we don't know. We, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was just going to say, we couldn't even remember his name when we were trying to talk about this earlier. I think it's Danny. I think you're right. Um, and so, <laughs> so Josh ends up driving her to the restaurant where she's going to be meeting Danny. And pretty much tells her, and that's after that's after the kiss, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's after the yeah, elevator kiss. Uh-huh. And he pretty much tells her, "I want you to kiss Danny," and then you t- you then you know, you know, kind of like come back and tell me. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like, if he kisses you better than I kiss you. Yeah, and guess what? FYI, no, <laughs> nope. nope, nope, nope. But man, that scene's hot too. God, it's it, it's. And it's such a slow burn. Like, they don't have sex until the, you know, pretty close to the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it is sexual. Um, oh, my God. It's hot. There's some. It's it's super hot. Mm-hmm. And it is weird. it's like chapters. It's like, it is not short. No. Not short and sweet. No. No. That's sexy. The, they're, when they actually do have sex, I, I read it today. It's two chapters. <laughs> and I was there for all of it. <laughs> all of it yep yep Ugh. every goddamn minute of that um but that's my other pro um do you want to talk a little bit about um quotes yes give me a give me a quote lady um all right so this is um this is after they have a huge blow up, but right before the ridiculous hot sex scene, because <laughs> there is only one. Like it's just the one. There's one, right? Well, there's the sex scene, and then oh, they. <laughs> but like the next morning, too, in the right? shower, or like there's yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was hot too. Yeah. Okay, so there are two. <laughs> there are two. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Sorry, mine just went <laughs> elsewhere. All right, so this is before that. Um, they had an argument they've made up. Um, uh, all right, so... Uh, she says, uh, I let myself say it. Okay, I believe you. We sit in silence for a moment before he speaks again. The worst thing is, I keep wondering what I'd be now if I'd stuck with medicine. I've got so much inside me I have no idea about. I'm like the mayor of a city I've never seen. Mm. That's, I mean, you know what? And thinking about it, thinking about Josh's character is he really, there isn't much. There isn't like, you don't, you get from Lucy everything that she likes, things that she likes like to do. I mean, mm-hmm. and part of that's mm-hmm. because it's not written his, you know, from his point of view, but the same time like when she goes to his house it's kind of like you know still don't get an idea of who he is right yeah and because he doesn't doesn't have like he has like one family photo around yeah 
Because I don't think he knows. Well, also, I don't think anyone's ever paid enough attention. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he, she brings up, like, the race cars at one point. Mm-hmm. Because he gets her, like, a little race car. Mm-hmm. And she realizes, like, he's telling me about himself. Like, he, she, he's giving me, like, a little glimmer. Mm-hmm. Into himself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, and we still don't get a ton of, uh, I mean, and also she describes him as gorgeous. How are you ignoring this gorgeous man? I don't know. I wouldn't. I <laughs> Six something of gorgeousness? No. No. Um, one of the things I thought really funny at the beginning is when she's talking to her parents um, via like Zoom or whatever. And I don't know how many times her dad calls Joshua a different name. Yes. Oh my Jeremy, God. I forgot about that. And she, she, he will not call him anything. But like she, he knows his name. Yeah, but he, but he will call him by other J names. It's always other J names. <laughs> she names one at one point that she said that was the funniest she'd ever heard, and now I don't remember what it was because he, she tells him, like my dad doesn't call you by yeah your real name. Yeah, and at one point he says that he's going to have to grovel to to yeah. her dad to like make up for it. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I didn't know that there were different types of strawberries. I'm the worst. Like, I didn't either. <laughs> she was like listing them all out, and I was like, "What the hell is is this a different fucking language?" It's a strawberry. Come on. I know. Yeah, I was. That made me like because I was like going through and going, "Wait, wait, I didn't. What's happening?" <laughs> I know. I was like, "What is she talking about?" Um, yeah. I mean, he loves strawberries now because of her. Um. Mm-hmm. So the one I thought of that I th- maybe think of you, or I read, I can't argue. It's a corporate truth, universally acknowledged that. Oh, hold on, one second. That workers would rather eat rat skeletons than participate in group activities. Yes. I laugh because I'm like, yes. Every time somebody puts, it's a truth, universally acknowledged. My mind goes Pride and Prejudice immediately. Pride and prejudice <laughs> immediately. Yep. And now that mm-hmm. I think about it. It's a little bit. It's a little, it is a little bit. bit. It's a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a little bit. Well, I You're mean, right. when you think about it, Pride and Prejudice is probably the enemies, the first enemies to lovers. I, I mean, mean yeah. I'm sure other stuff before that, but. Sure. But like the quintessential, like mm-hmm. the one that everyone refers back to. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. So uh, you got some other quotes for me? Um, I really love. Uh, they, this is a thing at the beginning where um, when they're still very much enemies that uh, she he gets like a look in his eyes and she calls them his serial killer eyes. <laughs> a shock's eyes. It shock's eyes. <laughs> but they're in this is right before the kissing scene. Um, she says, serial killer eyes. I wish I didn't sound so scared. He looks over my, over my shoulder at his reflection in the shiny wall of the elevator. I see what you mean. You've got your horny eyes on. He spirals his finger dramatically over the elevator button panel. Nope. These are my serial killer eyes too. (laughs) So like maybe his serial killer eyes are his horny eyes. And, like, you've just been misinterpreting them this entire time. Like Ted Bundy? 
I mean, I hope not like Ted Bundy. I guess I guess we find out that he's not like Ted Bundy, no. or we assume he's not like no. Ted Bundy. But I'm assuming Ted Bundy's <laughs> serial killer eyes were his horny eyes. Ugh. Gross, you know. But then she's like, "Please don't kill me." There's probably a camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then he basically manhandles her, mm, and it gets really it. hot after that. But again, she's five foot, so it's not hard. Yes, not hard. No, no, not difficult to manhandle her. Um. The one, so I've got. <laughs> I have others, but I also don't want them to be. I don't want to give spoilers. Yeah, there's one I would love to, but I can't, can't, because it's. Yeah. So they've got a couple of things. Um, the couple games they play. Mm-hmm. One is the staring game, yes. where they just stare at each other to see kind of like who's gonna talk first. <laughs> and so this comes from. <laughs> right. Is this the second half of the. Um, Two, two I chapters. Exactly sex. what you're talking about. Yes. We never played the staring game with you inside me. <laughs> I know. When I read that, I think my jaw dropped. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh god. I mean, pretty much anything from that because what what I liked about that is they were actually very funny, also at the same time, and very honest with each other. It's like the most mm-hmm. honest you see in the book is during their sex scene. Um, and then they do play, they play truth or dare, but it's, <laughs> but he pretty much just makes her do truth all the time because he just, because yeah, right. she starts to lose it because they're yeah. so, you know, because he also knows everything about her, like not a, not a serial killer sort of way. Right. <laughs> but he just, she, which he can just tell from her. He can tell. Yeah. He knows her. Very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I can imagine. Do we get a, We It's been three years? Three or four years that they've worked together in the same office. You know what? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. It, it wasn't new. Like, no. they had been working together in the same office but for a while. But it hadn't been, like, super long, like, eight years. I think it was, like, three or four no. years. Um, Probably. So you can imagine, if you're working... And, and they share like an office or like mm-hmm. a, a space outside of the C- the co CEOs mm-hmm. offices. Like their offices are next to each other and then open into a room that the two of them share. Right. And for the longest time I kept picturing a cubicle and I'm like, that's not no. No. No, because everything is like reflective. Right. Right. She talks about that a lot. Well, she also comes in with the smallest dress on the planet at one point too. Oh right, I forgot. I was like, why honey would you wear no. I know. I was like, what are you doing? And for a second, to, to I was work. concerned that it was like, I know. For a second, I was concerned it was like the interview day that she was wearing that oh, dress. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Jesus, girl. Yeah. But it, what, it didn't turn out to be that. But No. Um, that was one of the ones that I, the, the, that quote is the one I had that was like the most like, oh, okay. Um, I have a sad one. Um, it's okay. when she's, when, like, after she's crying. Oh, and yeah. um, he says, um, he looks confused, so I clarify. You see me laugh and cry. You made me kiss you when I should have slapped your smug face. You've had a good day. Go and watch the game and eat pretzels. And he says, is that the prize you think I'm playing for? To see you cry? He shakes his head. It's really not. You know, and then this is one of those books that when I finished it the first time, I went back and reread from Joshua's point, like not like like to look at what Josh Josh did through the whole thing to see like how mm-hmm. much he was showing at different you know what his feelings right. were. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think once you know, like, I think he thought that they were just, like, playing a game. <laughs> like, I don't think that he, I don't think until that scene outside the bathroom did he realize just how, like, deeply he was cutting her. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and again, when he says later, like, if I somebody treated you, if someone treats you right. like I treated you. Yeah. Um, do you have any other quotes? Um, he, at one point, uh, they, so at one point they go to a wedding together. Um. They sure do. (laughs) Which is like how, so he, when he takes care of her because she's sick, that's how he says, she's like, I don't know how I'm ever going to repay you. First of all, she's worried that like he's going to use her being sick against her. See, or that's, like, yeah. I, in the right. interview, I'm like, like, come on, lady. Right. Right. Um, and she obviously has, like, some self-esteem issues. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. You know, fine. Like, many people, not just women, many people have self-esteem issues. Um, and so he's like, fine, if you want to pay me back, you can go to this wedding with me. Because I don't particularly want to go alone. And um, they're hounding me about bringing a date and stuff. Um, so anyway, go to this wedding. Uh, and she cries at the wedding because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes people cry at weddings, okay? Hey, man, it happens. Um, and he's like, why would you be crying at a stranger's wedding? Like, that's weird. You don't even know these people. Um, and she says, uh, marriage is one of the last ancient rites of civilization, I guess. Everyone wants someone who loves them and who loves them so much they'd wear a gold ring, you know, to show everyone else their heart is taken. And he says, I'm not sure it's relevant these days. She, she says, I try to think of how to explain it. It's so completely primal. He's wearing mm-hmm. my ring. Mm-hmm. He's mine. He'll never be yours. Yeah. Which is cute. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like you and I have had this conversation too. It's you, and I don't. I, I think I know your feelings on it. I, however, I, I, I like it. I don't know if you do. Um, is when we talk about like s- scenes, especially it's it's more um, like the mind thing. Yeah, like the mind thing, like possession. Yeah, where like, it's yeah. usually in the Regency romance, the historical romance, where the guys like either it's during coitus or. <laughs> <laughs> or like before or whatever and he just goes you know like mine and I'm like that's kind of hot I like it <laughs> but you and I have talked about that because it it's not it's not as much of a thing for me I don't like doesn't get me going that's all I'm saying there's something I about, don't hate it no I mean I like st- I like someone who wants to stick a claim on me that's fine <laughs> stick a claim wherever you want you want to stick a claim downstairs upstairs wherever Put that flag in. <laughs> Boom. I claim this land. I claim this land. It's For mine. my Johnson. But <laughs> <laughs> when did it become a Johnson? I don't know, but poor Lyndon B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. That was for the Smurf scene. <laughs> Oh, I think that I probably deserve a lot more horrible things for that. I promise there will be no more cartoon fan fiction. I can't promise that I won't find something else, like, fan fiction-wise. 
it just won't be that um <laughs> lbj um oh sweet lord um I don't have any more because the ones I have are gonna are too spoiled. Yeah, we don't want to spoil the end. Like, cause the end is so sweet. And if yeah. you haven't read it, oh. I don't want to spoil any of that awesome stuff for you. The last, like, really from I'm trying to think, like from the from the wedding to the end, mm-hmm. a lot happens. Yes, that weekend of the wedding, mm-hmm. like from the day they leave to the wedding, that day at work, all the way through. When they get back from the wedding. Yes. It's like, a lot happens. It's probably like a quarter of the book. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's only... So it's like, it's a day. It's literally a day. When you think about it. Because it's, well, a day. Because they get back to his apartment on Sunday. So... Right. So, yeah. I mean, it's like 48 hours. Yeah. Really. Um, like, because they leave after work. I think they leave a little bit early. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, like Saturday's the wedding and Sunday is the brunch and then yeah. they go back. Um, where did, do we know where it actually takes place? Is it like I pictured it like Chicago? Yes, I believe it's Chicago. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming it's and it said it was five hour drive, so it was right. probably somewhere in. I'm gonna assume somewhere along Lake Michigan. So probably it wasn't it like on a lake or something? Yeah. Um, do you want to do some stud casting? Yes. <laughs> These are the photos I was sending Ray before we got started. So for those Holy of you who are not in the know about stunt casting, so we cast the characters from the book with celebrities or actors or whatever. Um, would you like to go first? Um, sure. So what I, what I did was not pay attention to the actual cast because they're making a movie. Right. So I accidentally saw who was playing Lucy mm-hmm. but um, I I didn't look at like anyone else because I didn't want to like mm-hmm. influence because even I went back today and I read the descriptions again because at one point she even says like she says he's attractive she says he's handsome but she says like I would have a hard time describing him mm-hmm. to someone mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, like, she ends up listing his features and how she describes the way he looks. She was like, it, it, he reminds me of, like, old school Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but not, like, no glasses and, like, mm-hmm. his, um, he's not, like, a, he's not wooing, uh, what is her name? What's Lois Lane? Yeah. Like, he's, he's. The, he would be an aggravated reporter who's, like, bitching to everyone. Um, at any rate, so then my first thought was, like, old school Christopher Reeves. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, like, I want to look at people who are, like, more recent. Mm-hmm. But I don't picture him like Henry Cavill. I know. I was thinking that same thing. I was, like, yeah, no, no. I don't picture him like that. No. Um, she I says mean, I picture his eyes Henry Cavill like, a lot for different things. For different reasons. <laughs> for reasons. For reasons. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, I looked up. She, she describes his eyes as being like dark blue. Right. Like almost fine. navy, which we. Yeah. yeah. Which colored contacts. Like, yeah. it's fine. Um, but I looked up like he. she says that he has dark brown hair. Like, almost black. Mm-hmm. So I looked up, like, dark brown-haired actors. And uh, the first one that struck my eye was a 
apparently he was on Supernatural. I didn't watch it. Um, or no, I'm sorry. He was on the Vampire Diaries. Again, oh. also didn't watch it. Ian Somerhalder? Oh, Somerhalder? Oh, he's hot. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. I can see it. He is. I can Indeed. see it. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. He's got like the striking eyes mm-hmm. and like the like jawline and mm-hmm. mm. he's attractive. He's real attractive. He's real attractive. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's married to Nikki Reed, who's from Twilight. I think you're correct in that. You know what? I mean, that he doesn't was, matter. Well, actually, no. He was dating at one point his co-star from that, I thought. I don't know if they're Regardless, still Regardless, he's super Oh, high. no, no. I don't, I don't care what he, where he sticks it, but... <laughs> <laughs> or who he's sticking it in. I just want to look at him. And it, yeah, I and just want to look possibly. at his pretty face. Yeah. Um, and I think he would be good. And then the other one, <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of this dude. He was in like the image search when I searched for brown haired actors. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is that fine drink of water right there? <laughs> apparently his name is uh, Colton Haynes. I have never heard of him before in my life. Um Let's see, like, what he has done. Uh, Teen Other Wolf, than right? Literally, yes, he was not Teen Wolf, you're right. Because I looked him up, yeah. Oh, and then he was in Arrow? Yeah. He was Arsenal in the CW superhero television mm-hmm. series Arrow. Yeah. He's 32. Mm, he's... He's not tall enough, he's only 5'9". Oh, but... well, get the fuck out. Oh, of course, of course. Girl, he's gay. Of course he... Oh, damn. Of course he is. <laughs> Damn, like, I'm going to have a hot dance with him. <laughs> Damn. I mean, as if it takes us out of the running or no, something like no. that. No, no. Mama likes to look, though. As if he were, as if he were straight. What was it? Like, I'm shot. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. The upstairs don't matter. You know, if mm-hmm. I'm looking, I'm just, if I'm imagining things, I can imagine whatever. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so he's super attractive. He's gorgeous. Um, He's not tall enough, but he's still, he's 5'9". Doesn't matter. I mean, not going to kick him out of bed. Well, nope. I, he won't be getting in my bed. He, he, right, right. He would be getting he, into a gentleman's we are bed. Not his, we are not his type. <laughs> no, we are not his type. <laughs> we are missing crucial anatomy. Right. So, I'm, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's funny that you actually brought, you mentioned Arrow, because I, <laughs> I went with, of course... I did see the cast list, and I have to say, honestly, it's pretty spot on with what I, I personally think. Because I picked okay. Robbie ML, which his brother is Arrow on Arrow. But Robbie is who I think actually was supposed to be cast as Josh. Okay. And they replaced him with somebody, some other very good looking gentleman. Um, but, some other good looking gentleman. Yeah, I mean, but. Um, Robbie, Robbie ML, um, he gets, I'm trying to think of what, he's been in a ton of stuff, but he and his brother look almost. Yeah, they look very. They look very similar. I'm, like, I'm looking at both of them right now. Um, um, but, you know, the dark hair and the, mm-hmm. and the eyes and, um, although I don't know, does it say how tall he is? He's 32, mm-hmm. so he's 32 also. Um, mm-hmm. um, six, just six foot, just six foot. Well, I mean, not bad. No. Um, and then the other one, you're going to laugh so hard. So I don't know. I think I was on Pinterest 
and I was looking at. I, think I was I, wondering if we should create a Pinterest to like keep track of our stunt cats. Oh, we should. Um, but somebody, I put in the hating game to see if somebody, you know, trying to get ideas for people. Mm-hmm. Someone said Kevin Love, and I was like, shut <sighs> up. But then I'm gonna put this um, link in. Can the- I add him to my spank naughty list? <laughs> oh, we we're gonna get to your list in a second. Um, here, let me. I'm gonna put it in the uh, the chat that you can see okay. the one I was talking about. Here it is. Um, so you can go in and click on that. I've got two uh, of oh, Mr. Kevin God. Love. Because um, I saw this and I was like, and here talk about the Clark Kent one. Um, and luckily, I believe he's tall enough. <laughs> but, I he mean, is very tall. Good is. Christ. Um, it's the pictures for those of you who are not part of our chat, cannot see it. Um, <laughs> it's his photo shoot for Banana Republic. And he's oh, got God. this gray suit on with the sweater. And he's just an attractive man. God, I mean, he's so fucking hot. He, uh, he uh, poor husband. F- <laughs> FYI, if you look up, there's a picture that he's naked. FYI, there are some naked Oh, pictures. he was in the anatomy issue, right? Uh, I could be. I don't know. I just saw, I put photo shoot because I was trying to find it again. The picture that I had found before. Oh. And His naked photos? <laughs> those are bookmarked. <laughs> no. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> but it's, yeah, he's all oiled up and he's holding the basketball over his junk. I was like, damn, brother. Oh. <clears throat> Yeah. Excuse me. Hey, Google Box. <laughs> hey, Alexa. <laughs> Bookmark this page for me. Um, so did you, I mean, also, can we just talk about how what a nice man he is, too? Because didn't he, he just is, covered like, the... Legitimately. Yeah, he was on the, anatomy, the body issue. Yeah. The ESPN body issue. Oh, well, um, I like his body a lot. Um, uh, yeah. But he... Um, covered the wages of the um, Cavali- or the people who worked at the... Um, the arena, okay. yeah. Quicken Loans yeah. Arena, I guess it's now called Rocket Mortgage Arena. Yeah, Fieldhouse. Yeah, for oh, the, yes. mm-hmm. j- j- you know, what, what they would have been getting. Um, which I was like, COVID. that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing he, stuff. Yeah, and he also has, um, he's written a couple pieces for the Players' Tribune, which is, um, I don't know if it's like an electronic magazine that athletes write for sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um about like mental health a couple years ago he was really struggling with um anxiety Mm -hmm. and depression like i think after the death of his grandmother Mm, good um and he had like a huge panic attack like in the middle of a game jeez and like left at halftime and i don't think he entered the game again because he had like a massive panic attack um and then i want to say that was like during the 2016 season or something like the year they won wow um, and so he started seeing a therapist after that and it really helped him. Hmm. And so in, I think it was 2018, he wrote for the Players Tribune and then in 2020, again, during COVID mm-hmm. wrote another piece and was hmm. like, you know, this is for anyone who's that's so nice in it. Yeah. He seems like a legitimately good person. He <coughs> also, he used to live next door to one of our best friends. <laughs> literally fucking next door yep. like two doors down maybe or something it was, it was like a kitty corner from him and then wasn't next door to tristan thompson is that what it was yeah tristan thompson also yep. lived in that same like gated yep. area yep. yeah yeah and i st- i was like i want to go talk to him like 
because I would like go over to his house and I would just like fucking drive by Kevin Love's house and I was just like, "You home, man? Like, what's can we, can going on? Like, when I see pictures of, of him on Instagram, I know. <laughs> can I borrow a couple sugar, sugar. girl? Um, <laughs> off of your body. Off? Can I just lick it off of your body? Um, <laughs> also, his girlfriend's a fucking model. Yeah, of, co- of course and, she is. Um, well, aren't they? Are they married is. now? Aren't they? Don't break my heart like that. What I think fuck? I saw that they're married. Um, if case anybody doesn't know who we're talking about, Kevin Love is a Cavaliers player. He's a Cleveland, Cleveland Cavalier. Cavalier. Yeah. Because people yeah. would be like, who the you hell is this? Google. Google box that. Google his face. I mean, just Google God. all over his face. Um, <sighs> but that was my... To me, like, if, if he could act, but that's okay. He doesn't have to act. He could just stand there and just be, just be Josh Templeman. God, those fucking photos of him in the suit. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Who you got for Lucy? <laughs> okay, so she has brown hair, right? I couldn't I, find that. I thought so. In the description. I was trying to think because in, in, in our last podcast, we talked about her a little bit because I thought she said she had red hair, but I, I'm pretty sure that's very uh, nondescript. I don't think that they go into it very much. I don't think they do either. They talk, she talks a lot about her red lipstick. Yeah. <clears throat> which, like, the name of which is Flamethrower, <laughs> which was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me, I don't actually know if this is the person. And I, I feel like, again, it's just like a name association. Maybe this is the actress who's playing her, Lucy Hale. That's who I have too. Yeah. It is, is, that, it is who's okay. playing her. Yeah. Is that who's playing her? Yeah. Okay. I thought I don't like know her stuff well. Like I don't follow her career, but um, like that's who popped into my head, and I was like, I'll bet that that's just because I yeah. saw. Yeah. Like, I think that that's pretty spot on. Though. I think so too. Um, the other one I had was Lu- Lily Collins, um, actually Phil Collins's daughter, um, and mostly because of the dark hair, and um. Oh, and she looks. Oh, yeah. She looks a lot like they, they actually the two of them actually look quite a lot alike. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you did what I did is I put in short actresses. Short. <laughs> that was a Lucy Hale's only five two. Right. So they um, that was a big bomb for me because it was like, put <laughs> these seventy year old women. I'm like, no, not what I was looking for. Nope, we, we're not looking for age related shortness. No, and it was like Paul Abdul. I'm like. But, Okay, cool. Paul Abdul short. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Is she short? I guess she is. Yeah. I never thought about it. She danced with a cat once. An animated cat. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, do you have any others? I don't. Those are the only two I did. Um, yeah, those are the only two I really thought about. Um, Especially because we couldn't remember Danny's name. So. I fucking remember Danny's name. Also, he's a really insignificant character. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean... Eventually, it, it actually didn't take that long for me to not like him. Like, I think it was yeah. pretty quick. Right. It was when, like, I don't know if it was that first night or if it was. Did she go out with him again? She she goes out with them twice, yeah. Okay. The so second time like is the where he kissed. Because, yeah. Yeah. So the second time, um, he, like, tries to network, basically, with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like. If you need help, you know, in the future, because he's quit, he has quit the yeah. place where they work together. Yeah. And I think it's against company policy for employees to date each other. Right. So, um, she ends up asking him out, like, 
right during his last week or something. And, mm-hmm. like, she tells Helene about it, and Helene's like, yeah, that's not going to be a problem. Um, and so they, when they go out, like, he's um, – I forget exactly what he's doing, but he's, like, joining a startup and that – should like help indie publishers or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and uh he in his job at the publishing company was like a cover design artist and he like he's like well you know if you need anyone uh if you need any help in the future you know when you're when you get this promotion or whatever right oh always come to me and (laughs) lucy makes a comment about how like the people at the next table like roll their eyes yeah (laughs) yeah even they know you're on a fucking date dude right do not hit her up for extra work well to me was it was that and then 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 when when he is at her apartment after she's sick creep um right Mm -hmm. and takes her to work and then gets in to to um josh's face i'm like okay yeah calm your tits you right. just went on like two you dates. You went on one date. Yeah. Yeah. You went on two dates. You kissed her once. Yeah. And it wasn't that great of a kiss. Yeah. Calm your tits. And she was immediately like, well, I think we're done here. Like, <laughs> Actually, you know what? <laughs> I, you, you were right. They only had gone on one date. They hadn't gone on that second date yet because it's, because they both, I think he liked the kiss, but she could tell she didn't. Right. And so she's like, I'm going to have to peace out. And because then after that is when she goes and kisses Josh again. Hell yeah. um, just literally goes straight to his apartment. Yeah, because he doesn't even go home. Well, and I was thinking about it. It's not like in last uh, in our last podcast with um, uh, friends without benefits. There are, were a lot of other characters to be able to right. stunt cast. This one, right? It's also part of a series. Yeah. So like that one is, you know. Yeah. So like there's more going on because then all of those peripheral peripheral characters, mm-hmm. most of them anyway, end up like in a different book for right. a different reason. You know. Right. So, but this one, like, it's, I think it's a standalone. I don't think there's going to be anything else. No, no. Although I wish there were, was more. For um, the bosses? Yeah, for the bosses. Well, <laughs> 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 this is one thing I do. I wish, I wish um, Josh had stood up for her a little bit more when her, when the, the boss came over and was creeping on her. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Just staring the, at her tits. Just staring uh, at her tits. Josh's boss, like, legitimately sexually harasses her. In front of him. In front of Josh. And I think it, it happens a couple times. And it, yes. it's not until the second time where Josh starts to get really, you could tell, I think she describes it as you can t- see that he's getting very upset with it. But what's mm-hmm. he going to do at the same time? But at the same time, something. Right. Like yeah. at the time, I mean, Josh <laughs> was like, I mean, that's his boss. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Who is clearly a really creepy old man. Oh. That Who- motherfucker. Do you want to do some ratings on this bitch? Yes. So um, we got um, <laughs> we got eggplants and hearts. Yep. Should we one more time? We'll go over what that means. Okay. So, um, eggplants <laughs> is a hotness factor, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, one being like, I suppose you could say zero, like if it's really yeah. probably not a book we would read, to be honest. Um, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Right. Like hand touching. Um, and then five is basically like erotica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I read at the beginning. <laughs> Smurfle. Smurf erotica. Um, and then heart. Smurf erotica. 
and then hearts is romance. Right. Um, yeah. Well, how many eggplants do you give this? Oh, I'm going to give this five because that sex scene yeah. was fucking hot. <laughs> sex scene was so hot. Oh. Seriously, the kissing scene, too. Like, I mean. Yes. So, the, so hot. In the shower scene. Uh-huh. Yeah. She really, like, she, part of it, I think, is also the buildup. Like, she makes you wait for that sex yeah. scene. Well, you know what's really interesting, too? She doesn't, unlike other books with sex scenes, you, you got to talk about, I, I didn't, there were very, there were, I don't think any references to the word shaft. No, I don't think so. Which... FYI, here's an, here's a, uh, a way of rating a sex scene that's sexy where I don't have to know about every piece of, you know, anatomy on both characters. I don't need to know how big her boobs were. I'm good. No. Because, you know, no. it is the way you move it. It's not how big it is. <laughs> it's the way you move it. And the way he was moving it sounded fucking hot. Yep. yep. She, it, it was not gr- I don't want to. It wasn't graphic. It wasn't like no. overtly graphic at all. Like it, but it was incredibly high. The way she described it, you can. And this is horrible to say it this way. You can see it without having to ex- been explained. Like she, ref- mm-hmm. she left a lot to the imagination. When yes. my imagination went there, went wild. Mm-hmm. So, so <laughs> what? Tell you. So, what is your rating, ma'am? Uh. I agree with the five. Okay. Because seriously, that's sexy. <laughs> Although, you know, we did say it was erotica. So maybe four because. Oh, God. All right. Four and a half. It was, it was, yeah. It was not like, it wasn't gratuitous. It, it wasn't. True. That's yeah, true. It wasn't, yes. like you said, it wasn't graphic. What about hearts? Right. Um, I said four. I'm same. Same. Yeah. Same. Because it's not like, uh, I think to me, there will always be an element of like, he was mean to her. Mm-hmm. At the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so I get for her being like, she's got self-esteem issues. She didn't trust him at all. Yeah. He won her over, but like, he could have been nice to her. Well, and <clears throat> she realizes that she loves him pretty. It's the, it's actually the twi- the turn. And uh, it's actually mm-hmm. um, the opposite yeah. of a historical romance. It's like, he's been in love with her yeah and she's the one who realizes so late that she's in love with him so um so yeah it's not it's so there's not a lot of once they do kind of get it together it's not Mm -hmm. a lot of real i mean romantic gestures but not yeah no he's romantic before they get together really yeah like the flowers and yeah taking care of her when she's like deathly ill so would you recommend this book <laughs> oh fuck yes god why haven't you reading it right now um i obviously recommend this book if you have not yet downloaded it on your kindle yeah. or have purchased it yes please do wherever your local bookstore um because they are please filming do. right now the movie so yes. um and so i i'm thinking like i'm we don't we're not sure especially with covid like when that movie will come out usually it takes about mm-hmm. three months to shoot if i remember correctly or, or if i am uh, correct so a lot of times um yeah. so but with post-production and stuff who knows but um mm-hmm. so yeah read it before the book come, or before the movie comes out and, yeah i love doing that i love reading books before the movie comes out yeah and maybe when the movie comes out we'll do a 
like a review of the movie and yeah. how it compares. Talk like, about it. Like we'll be doing with the Duke and I and Bridgerton. Mm. So what do you, do you have any recommendations? Is it your reading right now? What am I reading right now? Okay. So I just finished, well, I sent you earlier, um, an entire series that <laughs> I will definitely read because, okay. So if you've not yet figured out, um, uh, Ray and I live near Cleveland, Ohio. Um, we don't need your fucking jokes. Okay. We, we, yes, we know the river caught on fire. We got it. Thank you. We know the river caught on fire. It was in the sixties. The EPA fucking exists for a reason. Okay. And you're welcome because our river caught on fire. <laughs> Um, and the mistake on the lake and all of that stuff. Cleveland is actually really awesome. Okay. Yeah. It's actually like a pretty cool place to live mm-hmm. when you're allowed to leave the house. Um, <laughs> and, um, there is legitimately a lot to do here and we yeah. have excellent food and beer. Yes. So just FYI, if you're ever in the area, mm-hmm. it's not a terrible place to go. And we, no. I, I can't speak for Ray, but I legitimately enjoy it here. I enjoy it here. Um, I don't enjoy Good. the winters, but I enjoy it here. Yeah. No, the winter sucks. But like, winters suck. But a lot it was of nice to have a white Christmas this year, because we couldn't yeah. go anywhere. <laughs> we could barely dig out from it. Right. Oh, I didn't even bother. I was like, we we got um, uh, delivery the next day, like dinner. Well, I was like, I'm not going out in this shit. Hope the hope the um, I think it was DoorDash. Hope the DoorDash dude can like get in the driveway. Well, <laughs> he made it somehow. Yay. Did you get, a, you get an extra tip for that? Uh, I think so. Sure. Well, my house um, is the Griswold house. So, I, I it. and it's got, so I have inflators. Joyous, joyous, joyous snowman and festive penguin. That's what was on the box. I had plugged those bitches because I was like, I'm not going out there every two minutes to go wipe them off. So the way they, because otherwise they look like they were drunk in the, in the front yeah, yard. Yeah, also, and that snow is heavy. Yeah. So like, yeah. that's not. No. conducive to inflatables no. i um, mean uh, I know. It, <laughs> yep. anyhow so you're saying what we you were reading yeah. anyway so i am going to read this series apparently there is an entire book series about a fictional cleveland hockey team we did nice. have a, a hockey team at one point the lumberjacks that's remember? right that's right yeah um so this is a series called um it's called loving the sound it's the Cleveland Sound, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It kind of makes sense. So anyway, I'm going to totally read this series at one point. Um, the first one's called Falling Fast. You know how I am with, like, I like to read series in order, so I'll start there. Um, it's written by a woman named, or I assume it's a woman, named Kat Obi. Hmm. K-A-T, um, and Obi is spelled O-B-I-E. So I'm going to read all of that at some point. Mm-hmm. But I did also recently, I think last night, I haven't started it yet. I downloaded um, The Kiss Thief because it keeps coming up, like, in my recommendations mm-hmm. and on TikTok because, like, book talk is one of my favorite things. It's, like, <laughs> one of my new favorite things, truly. But it, that is, it's recommended so frequently that I was like, fine, I'll just, I'll just read it already. leave me alone, Amazon. Just leave me alone. I'll just fucking read it already. <laughs> um, and I will say there is a soundtrack at the beginning. <gasps> you know, I love those. I know. I'm very excited about it. And the um, there's a quote at the beginning, or in the dedication, um, she dedicates it to a couple people. Um, and then she says, into strong women everywhere. May we be them. May we raise them. And may we, may we support them. Oh, that's amazing. So I was automatically like, okay, lady. Okay. I and see was, you. It's LJ Chen, I think. 
Oh, oh, is that's the one. This book? Oh, is that the one where she has a lot of those enemy to lovers? L.J. Shen. Yeah. Yes. The enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, that, um, God, I love soundtracks with books. I love them. I know. Same. I love them so much. So that's what I'm doing. What are you reading? Um, well, I went through <laughs> this week since I'm off. Um, on vacation this week, I read the week between. <laughs> it's the greatest thing when you work in education. Oh, I I read a lot of Amanda Quick this week, and in in I I there's something about Amanda Quick that I love, um, and I think I know what it is because it's now talk about strong women. They're always for the most part she writes strong independent ladies. Like the last her two most more recent ones, I read. Um, they were actually murder mysteries. Um, the last one, I didn't really understand. <laughs> the killer, I it was fine because the romance was really sweet in it. Um, but it's usually like a, you know, a damaged hero of some sort. Mm-hmm. Like there's been a couple where someone's yeah, had a burn or a scar or something like that. And, um, and then the strong lady, like, you know, and, but the last two that I've read of hers, it was, um, they weren't Regency or they, they were Victorian era. So they weren't Regency. So it was a little bit more, it was like after, um, the, the law came into effect in England where women could own their own land uh, and they could inherit land. So uh-huh. they were both, um, in trade. So they were both had their own business. So it was a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, um, it was, it, they were good. I liked them. Um, I then also just purchased, I haven't finished. Um, I'm, I was working my, my way through some Lisa Claypuss, um, cause mm-hmm. we've got one of hers on our list too. And an yeah. Amanda Quick. Yeah. Um, put that there by me. Um, but, um, mm-hmm. I'm finishing off the Hathaways, which is okay. So I'm going to do it on a little side. <laughs> Because it comes back to Bridgerton again. It comes back to why of all, of all romance novels series, that one, I don't understand. But she, when you look at like you go to Goodreads and you're looking at the reviews for them, like some of the, especially in that series, mm-hmm. they're not high. A lot of them don't have high review like ratings. Like, well, in the first one, The Duke and I, which we will discuss next week. We or two weeks from now. I don't want to like get into it too much, but like, there are many reviews that are like, "This is not like you should fucking put a trigger warning on this shit." Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what made me think. I'm like, I, I don't see and in I like the one thing I do like about the series, like the, the television series, is there's diversity. There's like there are oh yeah people and of it's color super everywhere. Awesome. It's fantastic. I mean, yes. Your lead is a person of color. It's amazing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, if you're gonna pick a, a romance novel series, pick the Hathaways. I mean, the two two of the books, just two of the daughters, the the, the sisters, marry gypsies. Like, that's pretty diverse. I mean, mm-hmm. and they're well written and they're strong ladies, and I don't know. Um, Tessa Dare's Spindle Cove series would have mm-hmm. been good too, mm-hmm. because like all of those women are really strong mm-hmm. and independent. I mean, and they don't have like they don't feel a need. That's why they call it Spinster Cove because mm-hmm. like it's all these women who are like yeah, yeah, who don't feel like the need to immediately find a husband. Yeah, and find on their own. Um, and they they end up with like not like I'm not, I'm not gonna call it, 
I wouldn't say they're like damaged, but like a couple of them have been to war and mm-hmm. they have like probably PTSD and um the one just has an immense amount of emotional baggage from like childhood trauma. Hmm. That was my favorite of the books. That was um a week to be wicked. That was very good. I Colin. Think I, I think I might have read that one. I can't remember. I've only re- I've read a couple of Tessa Dares. Um but it's like it's almost as if they read the fourth um Bridgerton series and they're like Penelope and Colin are great we should make this into we should make this into a series <laughs> but you gotta get through one through three to get there baby you gotta get through uh Daphne and Anthony and uh who's the who's uh, the Benedict name? Benedict which from from the reviews of Benedict's book and I'm sure there's people out there who are listening to who are probably gonna hate me for this it sounds like he sounds like garbage I'm like ugh I mean I don't he do- seems like the throwaway brother that's what it, and it sounds like his book is the throwaway book. Now, I've read Anthony's book, and I loved Anthony's book because of Kate. Because Kate is a really good, strong lady. And uh, and then, of course, ugh, Penelope and fucking Colin. Ugh, such a good book. What so, is it about heroes named Colin? Or people. Colin Firth. <laughs> or people. <laughs> Colin Firth. Did we have this conversation? How, you know, how... Did Colin Firth ever know how long he was going to be eating dinner out on uh, being Mr. Darcy? Oh my and Pride god! Pride and Prejudice. Because I mean, I just told uh, I just told Ray she needs to read "See Me After Class" by <laughs> Megan Quinn because I finished that like last week, I think. Um, and it is Pride and Prejudice plays a starry like a guest starring role. <laughs> um, oh, and then also after that, I read "Hands Down" from Mariana Zapata, mm. and I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. And for those um, um, out there, I have a um, obsession with versions <laughs> of Pride and Prejudice. I think DVD-wise, I have, I don't know, if, if it's been made into, I've even seen <laughs> like a Hallmark version of, like, I forgot, it's called like, Oh, something about she's a she's at a dog show that's all i know there's a dog oh, show God. there's a dog show where mr darcy's got a dog i don't know anyhow i have i even have a mormon version there's a mormon version that was made it's actually really good it's um but they're all mormons i i don't understand why they said it i mean that's fine it, it's a cute I mean, it's a cute version it's a cute version but so yeah I mean, I'm a, there's no sex and pride and prejudice so like i guess but it's really funny because they're definitely, yeah, they, okay. In the, well, anyhow. Okay, but yes. well, we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, so. Do we have I, anything else? No, I think we're good. I think we've covered everything. Um, read The Hating Game. It's very good if you've not read it. Yeah. And um, um, where uh, where should they look to, or where should they find us on social media? Oh, yes. Right in front of me. Um, well. If you like you more can... Smurf erotica. <laughs> we promise we don't post Smurf, er- Smurf erotica. No, um, no. Well, you can find us on the TikTok. The, t- the TikTok. The TikTok. <laughs> Where the kids hang out. <laughs> Where the cool kids are. Hanging out the TikTok, do their dances. Legitimately, I freaking love book talk. I liked Hamiltalk. I got into Hamiltalk. I'll bet that that was pretty awesome. It's pretty pretty, pretty great. Um, do you have all the handles in front of you? Um, I don't think I do. Um, one second. We're the worst. We are the worst. Oh, hold on. Okay. So, <laughs> our website, 
is <laughs> chicklitbookclubpodcast.com. And um, our email, if you'd like to email us, if you have any recommendations or just want to tell us how awesome we are, how much yes. you like Smurf Veronica, chick. Yeah, I guess you could also tell us how much you don't like us, but that's not very nice. Yeah, please don't do that. Um, Constructive criticism. Yeah. Too. You yeah. could be like, no more Smurf Veronica. And I'd be like, I know. Yeah. We, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> chick. <laughs> chick. So the email is chick click. Chick Lit Book Club Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we picked one that sounds like lit clit. It's fine. It's we know we this. Know it, we know this. We know it. Our Twitter is at Chick Lit Podcast. And that it's Chick with C C H I C K. So it yeah. does have the K on it. And mm-hmm. then our TikTok is Chick Lit Book Club. Mm-hmm. On the Tiki Talkies. <clears throat> yep. We mostly on the TikTok uh, follow authors. Romance authors yeah. and also hot dudes, right? Thirst traps, thirst, thirst traps, traps, thirst traps. We are actually going to read some authors that we found on TikTok because we want to support indie authors and mm-hmm. up and coming authors. And yeah. um, and I have already read a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Legit good. Yeah, yeah. I think one of my very favorites was Emily McIntyre. Um, and I put one of hers. I read the first in the series. I put the second in the series on our list mm-hmm. um, to read upcoming soon. And she has like a third one in that series coming out. Cool. All right, my dear. All righty. Well, we will see you guys soon where we will discuss The Duke and I by Julia Quinn. And uh, we will discuss Bridgerton, the series. So if you would be so inclined... Go ahead and watch at least some of it. Um, it's dirty. Mm. Going to let you know about that. It's not like... There's thrusting, man. There's there's, there's thrusting, thrusting and there's naked man butts. I mean, I'm for that. There, there, there are some boobs. You do see boobs later. Okay. You haven't gotten She's, to the boobs she yet. She finished the series. I haven't gotten to the boobs yeah. yet. Yeah, it's boobs. Um, but yeah, we're going to discuss that next. We've not picked a fourth book yet. We have to do that. No. Luckily, we have a ridiculous list. <laughs> we're set. like... Like any, um, anyone who loves reading, you know that the to be that the TBR list is <laughs> long. Yes, it is long. Yeah, but we will get to that, and we'll let you know in the next the next episode what the fourth book is, so yeah. that you can follow along with us. Yeah, but please find us on social media, um, rate us on um, wherever you get your where you're, you're getting this podcast, podcast from. Yes, please rate us. You know. Preferably nicely. <laughs> if you hate us, can you just move on with your day? Yeah, like, you don't I mean, have to. That's fine. Be mean. Yeah. If you don't like us, it's okay. We'll just we'll part as friends. To. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be. We'll, right. we'll be better friends for it. Yeah. All right, my dear. All right. We'll have a wonderful happy evening. reading to everyone. Yes. yes, yes. Happy reading. Happy New Year to oh. everyone. Twenty twenty is finally fucking over. Yeah, the dumpster fire is now extinguished no it's not it's still fucking it's burning not. it's still burning. still burning that dumpster fire is still going oh um God. also please wear a mask yo uh, please and don't touch each other out in public please stand God, away from each other just wash your hands don't touch your face which i've realized god how much i love touching my face <laughs> yeah. so wear a mask wear a mask don't touch anybody don't touch yourself there you go unless you're well, home by yourself you can do that but yes exactly at yeah. home by yourself yeah <laughs> all right people all right bye bye